super curious what was different about your Christmas this year. Maybe a new memory or, well, they're all new memories if it's, but like a a new tradition or anything like that. Favorite gift? We'd love to hear it at 800-447-7234. It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. I'll start. So What, what, what? what my kids started to do was let's just pick almost like a secret Santa. So let's pick one person. And so, like, Spencer had me this year. Amanda had mom. Mm-hmm. So she had my wife. And then uh, Eli had one of them. So they, they round robin it so that Aww. it's not like we got to get everybody presents and go stupid broke. <laughs> right. And stress <laughs> you know? out. Oh, my word. Can't do that. And so um, I wanted, I, I I don't know why I've been picky. I like leather lately. Oh, well, yeah. Leather anything or s- kind of like the suede kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So Spencer got me a portfolio that's kind of leather suede. That and it's really nice. so, so nice. Now I feel like an executive. I know, I just right? put my legal pad in this morning <laughs> and I'm going to take notes. That is so Yeah. It's just, cool. it's really nice. He did a good job. And what's different for us this year is that now Spencer has a fiance. And so the graduation just happened for both okay. him and Grace's fiance. And so her parents were over. And so we At had. Your house? Yeah, during the graduation <gasps> little thing, which was right before Christmas. It was a week before Christmas. And so we had all that. And, uh, and then Amanda's beau. So we were over and met the parents <gasps> because they were in town. Oh. And then he has uh, a brother. No, no. He does have a brother, but his sister and brother-in-law live in town here. And so we were over at their humongous place. Didn't they have a jam session or something? Oh, you must have seen it on on social. (laughs) What a stalker. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, what a stalker. And so these are new things that are coming up for us because we have a 14-year-old left in the house. You know, so we'll be an empty nester in, what, four years? Yeah, I mean, things change as the kids get Mm -hmm. older. You know, we had the the brand-new twin grandbabies over. And um, Juliet was dressed like Mrs. Claus, and Bellamy, the boy, was dressed like Santa Claus, uh-huh. and it was just the cutest thing. And just to have a house full of grandbabies was super Because she has three of them now. Three. I mean... All under the age of two. Right? That's a lot of diapers and a lot of changes at my house. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. That best Christmas gift that you received this year, or you know, maybe a close second. It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. So Jake's one of our producers. What'd you get, Jake? <clears throat> I got a crock pot. A crock pot! And he's excited about oh, it. Oh, our boy is growing up. Oh, you're getting so big. You're adulting. <laughs> I sure am. You now know you what? need recipes. I'll, you know what? Let's let's do it. Let's make everything in the world. <laughs> First thing you're gonna make in it. Um, I don't know, man. Hey, what, what do you think I should? What do you think I should Macaroni make? and cheese. I mean, do something simple at That's first. That's what I said. No, see, yeah. I said Rotel dip. That, what? That seems to be, you what know. What is that? Well, what? Velveeta cheese. How much dip does this guy need? It's just well, him and a roommate. He's got a roommate. Yeah, you make some Rotel dip, throw some nachos. It's not, it shoot. can't be a small crock pot. How big is the crock pot? Oh, it's pretty good size. It's not huge. See, it's going to last. It's going to last. Have a couple of people invite us. They're going to, that's going to last them two years. And that's you know what? Two years worth of dip. That's a good investment. 800 447 What about you? Yeah, so Kelly texted and said, uh, my very best Christmas present is with my daughter, Candace. She is a missionary in France with YWAM, and she got to be home for the holidays. Nice. But also, 
they got a new puppy, a husky puppy no. that they named Coda. Um, she has been waiting a year and a half because uh, their other dog had passed away. So. Oh, I'm so I sorry. Know, but but the dog Coda. is so cute. They sent a picture. Oh, it's so cute. Oh, my word. All the snuggles. Miranda's here at 800-447-7234. What about you, Miranda? My husband, his family, um, they have always stayed the night at my sister-in-law's house for Christmas. We have been married now 12 years, and we still carry on the tradition, even with our kids. So there's 17 of us in one house, and we all wake up together on Christmas morning. That's a lot of sleeping bags and mattresses (laughs) on the floor. It really is, but it's a fun time, and it's something that we actually look forward to every year. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. I don't know what your Christmas gift was that's pretty practical, maybe your favorite. Jake, who's one of our producers, has one. It's Rob and Liz in the morning, his radio, and he needs some suggestions. Mm-hmm. See, it's a it's a crock pot. What kind of crock pot? I mean, is it a certain brand? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's about yay big. <laughs> about yay big. Black, you know, black and silver. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got a fancy one, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Who'd you get it from? Uh, my grandparents. It was like a surprise gift. See, look at that. Like, were you stunned? Were you like, oh, oh no? Well, I definitely wasn't. Okay, you were that. I definitely that. wasn't um, all that, but I definitely wasn't expecting a crock pot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I like it. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, and you've been out of college for how many years now? It's about to be two. It's about to be two and years. on his own since just, you know, earlier this yeah, year. Yeah, in the apartment, got a roommate, you know, so cooking is a thing. So now ideas for Jake's Crock-Pot. What should he make first in it? Yeah, well, Kristen texted and said, okay, it's just simple as this. Simple beef stew. It's stew beef, onions, carrots, celery. Uh, leave the celery out. Um, potatoes. Leave the, She sorry. says leave the celery out. <laughs> I'm sorry she said that, Kristen. <laughs> Okay. And you know, when you get a recipe like this, you can't take out ingredients for baking, but you can for cooking. But she says soup, uh, uh, cream of celery soup, and beef stock, and you are done. Okay. Terry's here at 800-447-7234. What would you have him make? I mean, the a simple recipe. First thing to make in the crock pot. Chili. Why chili? Yeah, it's a great winter thing, and Did- it's easy to make. Terry, what's that recipe? When I do it, I just depends on how I feel. Oh, what do you mean? Well, I do it my meat ground, and then if it's just me, it gets hot. If it's my family, I have to back off. What else you put in it? So you got the ground beef. What else? Maybe some dry peppers, uh, some chili powder, some tomatoes. Depends on my mood. Sounds like you just go by feel. It's like a little bit of this, a little bit yeah. of that, and not a measuring cup. Right. And what do you put in when it's just you? What's that extra spicy thing you throw up in there? I go with ghost peppers. Oh, no, you do not. Oh, my goodness. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. Thank you so much for caring for Jake, who needs to learn how to make a meal in a crock pot he just got for Christmas. It's Rob and Liz in the morning, his radio. What are your thoughts, Jake? I mean, you, you must have a thought of what to make in it first. I don't know. Kind of leaning towards mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is simple. You know what? Monette said to do that. She Crop did. Crock pot mac and cheese. She texted that in. So, oh, yeah. for real? Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, Teresa's here. 800-447-7234. What are your thoughts, Teresa? We need to put a crock pot liner in there because guys are not going to want to wash out crock pots. Oh, true. That will really save you a lot of time, Jake. So good. So good. Okay, so Molly texted and said, Crock-Pot corn. I never heard of it. I'm going to need the recipe. Yeah, I would think it's an ear of corn in the Crock-Pot. I would think it's not, <laughs> but okay. 
All right. <laughs> That's what I think. Okay, Pam's here. What do you say, Pam? The best thing is simple. You find a small turkey breast. You put the turkey breast in the crock pot with about an inch of water and let it cook all day. And he's got meat for a few days. I'm so curious about the first thing you've ever made in a crock pot. Pot roast. Because it's super easy, isn't it? Very, very, very. Put the roast in there. Put some little, a can of the already peeled little potatoes. Handful of little bitty carrots out of a bag. Maybe a little onion. And buy one of those little packet mixes and put some water in it. That's the easiest way to do it. Can I tell you, I'm so hungry. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Talking about this crock pot stuff and all this great food. Jake, I got an idea. Hmm. Okay, you ready for the idea? Sure. You're gonna have to do it tonight. Okay. All right. So, make something in a crock pot tonight. Uh huh. Cook it overnight. Can you cook it overnight? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I don't make things in mm-hmm. crock pots. Right. If you need it done at 5 a.m., yeah. Yeah. So, and bring it in tomorrow, and then we'll we'll share with Robin Liz in the morning. Can you do that for us? Yeah, Jake. We can definitely think about it. No, oh, we think. no 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 no, no thinking think. no thinking. Just do do yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll think about it. All right. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. It's pesky. All these people that are on the road. What is it? Over 126 million people traveling between Christmas and New Year's. And if you're driving on the road during all that traffic, those stinking blind spots. Oh, they're horrible. Yeah. There's a girl, though, that is not even driving yet. She's 14. Doesn't even have a driver's license. Doesn't even have a permit. And she figured out a way to fix the blind spot. Really? How? Okay, so here's what she did. The A-post that's in a car that helps to hold up the windshield. So when they're putting a car together, that's what she calls it. It's the A-post, and I guess it's known as that. But it's the right side of your vehicle that is in between the windshield and the passenger side window. Oh, okay. I okay. know what you're talking about. All where right. the door opens up. Yes. Yeah. So what she did was put a camera sort of behind that on the outside, and somehow it projects the uh, image of what's in the blind spot onto that post, onto that part of the car. Oh, and you see what's there. So you can see what's actually in the blind spot. Really? I mean, what? Does it work? She, she said it works. Like, it makes it where the driver can see it crystal clear. It's a little blurry, I Is it think. like you're seeing through it or what's behind you? You're seeing what's be, what is what is in front of the blind spot. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. So, um, how I don't know how she figured this out. It's not anything that is in vehicles now that is available. It but should she be. she won an award for it. Really? Car dealers or car manufacturers, I guess I should say, are looking into it. Oh, come on. To see if maybe this is something that can happen. It's almost like it's transparent. It's almost like it makes that part of the car invisible. Yeah. And so you absolutely see what is behind it. That's nice. Like... Girl, how did you figure Why is this, this not already out? Why did... She's 14 and she thought of it, and I'm thinking somebody has been in manufacturing for a while. Hello. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. I love what these two guys did. They took notice of something and then um, <laughs> did something real fun. Rob and Liz in the morning, his radio. Yeah, they went to McDonald's, and they noticed there's this one blank wall at McDonald's. Now, if you go to any fast food joint, you'll notice there's a lot of decoration that's up. And I think in this one Mickey D's, they had a lot of portraits, really big pictures, you know, that were like on mats and frames that way. Oh, cool. That was stretched on different places at this one Mickey D's. And so they thought, that wall's blank. 
let's make a big picture of us. These two guys, you know, these buds, and, and put it on the wall and see if anybody even notices. And so, so they did. They did it. They had the McDonald's brand on it. They put uh-huh. the little logo in the little corner, put it up on the wall. I mean, literally on the wall over a booth. And it was there for at least 51 days at this one point when I read this. Oh, my For 51 goodness. days straight. And nobody knew none the wiser. Mm-mm. I think somebody in the store probably thought, ah, oh, corporate came by and, and put a new decoration up. But like you said, they got the logo that says, uh, I'm loving it, or whatever that little tagline is. Yeah, and here's the thing. One's eating like a cheeseburger. Yeah. The other one has fries. And so it looks like the real deal. It's a great picture of them it with really backpacks is. on, and they're talking to each other, enjoying their Mickey D's. It's got the whole brand thing on it. <laughs> But nobody they knew. Stayed, they literally, they sat at the booth in front of this thing. And <laughs> took a picture. Took a picture. It's like, here we are. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. So Glenn is a fire chief where he lives in Michigan. And he and his wife are strong in faith. They got this motion sensor email or I guess a, a, a notification, a notification yeah. on their phone, their watch, whatever. And they looked at it and they saw the picture and they went, no way. What, what happened? Look at this. It looked like it was an image of something over their pickup truck in their driveway. And the image looked like it was a person that was glowing on top of their pickup truck. It had wings and a sword. <gasps> now, oh remember, goodness. these are people of faith. Yeah, goosebumps, right? Right, goosebumps. And they're like, no way. This is an angel protecting us and then the next snapshot of the picture from the motion detector of their security camera looked like the angel flew away oh my goodness it was like the angel was there protected them and flew then gone. and it was like that's just so cool because you know some people go yeah that was a moth right it doesn't it doesn't look like a moth to me because i'm doesn't. looking i'm looking at the picture i'm looking at this image and i'm like that is just so so cool because it looks like the arms are holding the sword down low, you right. know? And it looks almost like the head is sort of tilted in sort of a caring kind of a manner. And that that's what struck me, and that's why I have the goosies now, but absolutely that's what it looks like. You know, yeah. it's just amazing. And they're like, you know, moth or not, God just kind of gave us confirmation that he's looking out for us. You know, that he's there. I mean, the guy's a fire chief Mm -hmm. in his town. You know, he's helping and protecting lives and and leading a whole fire department. You know, he could have even been struggling with some sort of anxiety about doing that job. That is not an easy job at all. And this, like you say, Rob, was confirmation that I am here with you even when you don't know it. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. There is a woman named Latia, and she goes by the nickname of Ace. Ace? Yeah. I love Ace. Hey, Ace. How you doing, Ace? (laughs) You know she's cool when her name is Ace. So anyway, she's working. um, She's cashier, and she sees a guy kind of walk by the front of the store where she's working. He didn't have any shoes on. I mean, it's winter, right? And she was like, dude, dude, you got to come in here. She takes her own shoes off. She gives them to the guy. She gives her own shoes. These are not just any shoes, okay? These aren't just like, you know, the white kids or something like that. These are Jordans. I think I've seen this because on the footage, it shows him like wearing box. Yeah. Boxes for his shoes to- instead of real shoes. Now, he wasn't walking around barefoot, barefoot right. but he had like, I don't know, like he went into the into the post office. Mm-hmm. 
and got some of those, you know, things that you mail stuff out on. Yeah. Just like a cardboard box, yeah. sort of. But they fit kind of perfectly. You know, I mean, he needed protection, but warmth? No, there was no warmth there. Um, and so the uh, owner of the store where she works came in, was like, dude, why Why do you not have any shoes on? And she didn't really want to tell the story, but she was like, I, I just came to this guy. So she, he wanted to buy her some new shoes, some new Jordans. Found out, not only did she do that, but she takes care of her mama, and she gave up her own bed for her mama. Look at her. Ace sleeps in the floor every night so her mama can have a bed. Ace. So instead of buying the Jordans, he gave her cash and said, girl, go get yourself a bed. A bed yes. and some Jordans. <laughs> You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. It's amazing. Christine's life and what she just celebrated. It's Rob and Liz in the morning, his radio. So she's outlasted all six of her siblings and three sons. Mm. She is over 100 years old. She was born in 1914 during World War One. Just celebrated 108 years. Wow. And and they love her. She lives in a nursing home, and they absolutely love her. And they call her feisty. They call her independent and stubborn. She, When she was 101, mm-hmm. she went back to school just to learn how to do Microsoft Publisher and <laughs> aced the course. So the, the person that taught her uh, Microsoft Publisher was, had his mind blown because she learned how to send an email at 101. Yeah, never old. done it before done it. until just, what, se- <laughs> seven eight years year, ago. seven years ago. <laughs> how crazy cool is that? And just to think, all the technology that she has seen that has changed all these years. Oh, yeah. From horse and buggy to car, to airplanes, to all of a sudden there's radio and then television and moving pictures now had sound to it and color and all the way to these phones that we have. And And she just learned how to do an email seven years ago. Right. And and to have seen it all take place. I mean, we can say we've seen some things that were invented in our lifetime, but not everything. (laughs) So a couple of weeks ago, she had this birthday. Well, one cool thing, she has a family member that visits her every day, mm-hmm. every day. And for her birthday, she wanted one of her favorite things ever on this planet that she can eat every single day, mm-hmm. Taco Bell. <laughs> and a hard shell Taco Bell. Taco Bell. 108 years old, and she getting a hard shell Taco Bell. <laughs> now I know how to live a long life. Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. Okay, after Christmas, you've looked at all your kids' stuff, and there's just too much of it. There is a mama I just read about that has taken a nod from the Berenstein Bears, from the books of the Berenstein Bears. Oh, I remember those. Yeah, she took a nod because Mama Bear kind of did the same thing. I don't know if it was after the holiday or whatever, but she looked at her kids' rooms, and it was like, well, no wonder this place is a mess. You got too much stuff. And so Mama Bear uh, sort of gets everything they haven't been playing with for a while and donates it. And so this mom, who was reading her kids this book, took the nod from the book, did the same thing, and they do it every single year now. So it's like gone with the old Mm -hmm. and then in with the new, with the Christmas gifts. That makes sense. Yeah, and if they have favorite toys or things that they are still playing with, obviously she doesn't rip it out of their chubby little hands and just take it off to Goodwill or something. But what she does is um, makes it a priority. Those things, okay, you can keep those, but the things you haven't really played with, we're going to give these to other people 
And so the kids are involved in picking those things. Sometimes it doesn't go over so well. Oh, of course. Even if you haven't played with it in, you know, 14 years, at some point you're like, it's still mine. Amy's getting ready to do that. She was telling me this last night. She's like, you know what? There's stuff that Eli does not play with. It's time. You know, it is just time. He won't miss it. He will say, I'm sure, that he will miss it. He's a little older, though. so He's 14. Yeah. He yeah. might be okay with it, but and he also has seemingly a very giving heart. Oh, Eli, yeah. absolutely. So he probably oh, would word. enjoy that process. If they're four or five, it's a little more of a struggle. Yeah, but still, they're learning good lessons nonetheless. Robin, Liz, in the morning on his radio. I don't know if you're looking for a job, but New York City's looking for people. It's Rob and Liz in the morning, his radio. And here's what the new job may be for you. It's the, it's the D-O-R-M. D-O-R-M. I'm not spelling dorm. Oh, I was going to say. So it is initials. It is an acronym. Okay. D-O-R-M. It's the Director of Rodent Mitigation. Bye. Bye. She said bye. Out. She said, Not that I'm looking for a job, but no. Thank uh-huh. you. And it's in New York City. So there's these rat sightings, of course. And they say in a lot of cities, including New York City, the 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 even in homes and in subways, it's risen 71%. Oh. That's a lot of rats. So they need somebody to get rid of them. But I love the way you said rat sightings. Like yeah. it was a UFO or something. Ew. Oh, <laughs> look, there's a rat sighting. <laughs> <laughs> let's call the authorities. Let's let's call the DORM, the Director of Rodent Mitigation. What does this thing pay? One hundred and twenty to one hundred and seventy thousand a year in New York. It sounds like a lot, but in New York City, that's like pennies. I mean, it's so expensive to live in, at least in Manhattan. Oh, right. I mean, if you think about you know just our cost of living, one hundred and twenty to one hundred and seventy would be like bank. Like you'd be making bank. In Manhattan, uh-huh. I, I, that would be like half. You barely live in a flat right? with a bathroom. Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. I hope your Christmas went very well this past weekend. It's Rob and Liz in the morning, his radio. And I wonder how it went for you. The search for the perfect Christmas gift for that one that you love. Some people say it's just for the hunt that they get all the excitement. And finding the perfect gift. It's the hunt to find the thing. And they don't mind waiting three weeks to actually get the perfect gift. Yeah, if you can get the perfect gift, whatever that is that puts that joy on somebody's face, like that is my favorite part of Christmas when you give that gift and you see it immediately. Okay, big question. I'm going to ask Liz. Okay. Backup gift. Do you have that in mind if you can't find in the hunt, the perfect gift. If I find that I'm having a really hard time finding the perfect gift, then yeah, you have to have a backup plan. So you have, let me see if I have this right. You have, here's the perfect gift. I'm going to hunt for it. But if I can't find it, I'm going to do this. Yes. The almost perfect gift. The almost perfect gift. <laughs> it would have to be. The close second. I don't think like that. I go out and I try to find what I think I should find. If I can't find it, I'm like, Pff. But then what do you do? Go to Rite Aid. <laughs> <laughs> 